This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I have such limited experience sexually, and yet and you are so open and experienced, and I'm the one thing that you are scared of. Yes! This is unbelievable. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times, and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. (laughs) Why do my cougar sounds always sound like a dying cat of some sort? And uh, my son, Cam, is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic clown and was recently featured in several episodes of Silicon Valley as a mime. You can't see it, but I'm miming right now. Yes, and he's doing a great bang-up job of that. So check out Silicon Valley and... And check out Cam's debut. Thank you, Mother. Together, we host this podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom, where we talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about with your parents. We break down the barriers. For example. All the taboo subjects. For example, we talk about sex parties, play parties. We talk like in about... this episode, for example. Exactly. This episode is a crossover episode that we did with another podcaster named Tina Horn. She has an awesome podcast called Why Are People Into That?, where she explores all the different things that people are into sexually that you don't really get to hear from all that often. And, you know, as, as wild as I thought I was, I found out I'm fairly vanilla. At the most, I could be considered <laughs> like a mild chocolate chip. I mean, I am like really not advanced sexually after I heard about these things. I, I am not vanilla whatsoever. I'm a goddamn... You're you're a, mean a chocolate pure chip. no no you you are pure you're pure as a driven snow you're like a, a what's that tart kind of frozen yogurt that doesn't have a flavor that's what you are <laughs> but she she recommends that Cam goes to the you know extends his boundaries a little bit and she recommends that you go to the S and M club and then I had this vision of you with with these big eyes. Like like a deer in the headlights, freaking out as they try to w- w- pull you into their love dens. And I wasn't opposed to it. I'm open minded. You were being open minded made me. I, I could I could not contain myself and that you I were will... even considering going. But then the funniest part, which I I don't want to blow anything, but it's worth it just because it was so funny, is when she su- she you suggest bringing a friend, and she says. She- she says to you, yeah, they encourage guys to come in with a girlfriend. You're like, wait a second. I wasn't going to bring a girl. I was going to bring a guy to protect me. <laughs> and I will say this this might change, actually, because believe it or not, there has entered yet another woman in my life. No way. That I got to hear it, about that this. That makes it sound like that there are so many women in my life. There's not too many women. There's no, I think much... the point is that I had no idea that there has entered another woman in your life. There has entered another woman, uh, and uh, she happens to go to play parties. No way. And she... Are you, know, you I'm, freaking kidding me? I don't think she exactly invited me. You know, I will say... I will Wait, when you that. say she a has woman n- in your life, it means that you're dating her? Who knows if these are dates? It, so far, we're hanging out, and I am attracted to her, and that's about all I know. 
Have you kissed her? No, obviously I would mention if I kissed her, it would be way more indicative of whether it's a date or not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, so right now, in. all I know is that she's into goddamn play parties. I'm trying to get How'd in How did you find that out? She told me. What type of play parties? You sit, you, you're in a room in a, in a nice hotel. There's apparently all these attractive people. She said it's very, it's highly exclusive and because you have to be extremely attractive and not sketchy, which is kind of funny to me because what do you mean not sketchy? You're about to get naked and have, you know, fuck a bunch of people at once. I don't know. You're going to go to this? No, I was not invited, but I'm going to, I'm trying to weasel my way into this fucking thing. Oh my God, I this cannot is my wait in. for you to weasel yourself in here because you know I've never done anything like this. I know you haven't done anything like this. But I can't anyway, even imagine you doing something like this. I know. She was describing how the, she said it's the most fun thing you could possibly do with your life. Howard Stern has this one guy going into these parties and it, it's hilarious. Could the, you imagine? The conversations I, afterwards. My question to her was, are guys just slingshotting condoms off their penis? Like, how do you... <laughs> How humiliating! I mean, if you have any issues, erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, everyone's watching. Yeah, but in your situation, you can you can ejaculate and then ejaculate twenty five more times. I don't know. You never. I think it's much more difficult for the guys that are you know they one and done. I I might be one and done. Who knows? You never know in these situations. I think you're not going to be one and done. Okay. Thank you for even thinking about that, mother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Anyway, for okay, just oh okay. My God, so I'm I, I I will say one more thing that I was thinking about from this episode. It was very nice. It was very fun. I thought it was amazing that all the things that really scare me that I'm running towards, like this, these, it really does scare me. These these ideas of big orgies didn't scare Tina, but then we slowly find out all the things that scare her. Don't scare are, you. Are the things that I emphasize that that I highlight in my life? Yeah, like After clowning. The, like clowning. After the interview, she's even talking about how she's frightened of scuba diving, and I'm an advanced scuba diver. It's crazy. There was another thing. Oh, she talks about she after after the interview wrapped up. She talked about how uncomfortable it made her during this interview to even talk about her her relationship with her parents in terms of how open she is with them with regard to talking about sex. And clearly, that's not something that really scares me. You think? <laughs> On that note, stay tuned. This is a good one, folks. I, wait before before you sign off. I want to write. I, I want to read a, a, a very a sweet uh, review. Oh yeah, definitely. This is called. It is called uh, all the yes exclamation 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 five stars by Cheeky Bear. Cheeky bear. Ran across this podcast totally randomly and gave it a go as I drove to outskirts of Oklahoma City to see a patient. They're a doctor or they're a nurse, whatever. Or maybe who knows what that is. Okay, anyway. Needless to say, I binge listened to multiple episodes and then turned my wife onto the podcast that very night as well. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. The witty banter back and forth between you two is is purely funny and honest kind of conversation so many people should admire. I enjoy the advice, opinions, and of course the singing. LOL. Keep on keeping on, and I will continue to voice my praises of you guys to all podcast listeners. I do have a suggestion for the show. How about some talk on lesbian or gay couples and the casual sex factor being so much higher in that community? I can speak from experience when I say gays seem to have loads casual unattached sex. LOL. 
Sex is the easy part in this community. Real connection, intimacy is the thing we seem to always be searching for. Much love from Middle America, a.k.a. the belt buckle of the Bible belt. Winky face. Well, I will tell you, Cheeky Bear, you are heard. This episode, we don't talk too much about uh, lesbian and gay couples. We do talk about casual sex. And we, we soon will have... And more fetishy and S&M and all that kind of stuff. But we, we've heard you and uh, our future our, uh, guests... Episodes. We'll, we'll get into this. So We will tuned. definitely have... And we've had uh, other gay guys on. And so we'll, we'll, we'll continue to have gay couples, gay, gay females, gay males, gay... People. Queer, queer, and whatever variety you'd like. I think. I think. And uh, we've had trans on. We've had Tina, everything. Tina, Tina, I think identifies in this episode that she's queer. So you know, yeah. It, call. Let's uh, get rid of all the labels at this point, folks, because we're going to have some wild ride up ahead here. Just check it out. Stay tuned for a wonderful episode. Thank you guys so much for all the reviews and uh, email us your thoughts. And keep them coming. Podcast. Oh, keep them coming. What wait. are you owing? Patron? Patron. Patreon. Yes, we, my we Patreon. We have a Patreon page. page. And you guys, we've had a Patreon page, and no one seems to be wanting to donate there, and that will be the best way you can help us out, because you know what? We got we to gotta put food on the table over here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, seriously. And Mama needs a new pair of shoes, and she just bought two pairs, so we oh, need wow. some. <laughs> You're buying two pairs of shoes. I'm literally <laughs> returning ones from old jobs that I have, okay, because so, I yes. don't have the money. So, so to find Patreon. Please... Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sex talk with my mom. You can sign up for a monthly donation. It could be as little as $1. And we'd be very, very grateful. Oh, you don't know. I do happy dances on Instagram whenever I get a Patreon. So if you want to see Karen Lee doing a happy dance or Cam doing a happy dance, oh, I'll donate. Dance. Yeah, he'll dance. He'll twerk. And then it's, will, you it's twerk, also in, will you twerk for a $25 donation? I'll twerk for 25 Why not? <laughs> You can find out, you, uh, you can see our Patreon in the show notes of this episode as well. On that note, let's start the goddamn show. Will you tell us a little about your podcast sure. and how this, what is your origin story? Yeah, I'd like to know a lot about your background and, and how that started and yeah. you know, your relationship with your parents in terms of sex as well. Oh, man. Wait, so so for our listeners, this is Tina Horn. She is the awesome hey, <laughs> host of Why Are People Into That Podcast? Uh, hi. Um, you did so much better at um, knowing the name of my podcast. <laughs> I'm an asshole. So you, you talk to people who tend to be like on the fringes, right? Yeah. So, uh, okay. So Why Are People Into That is a show where every episode I have a different guest and that guest chooses... Uh, a subject related to sex, kink, gender, and or love. And and so then um, my guest and I uh, will uh, sort of break down why are people into that. So it's um, often a very raunchy show, um, very sexually explicit, uh, people telling true stories about their lives um, and uh, talking dirty. Uh, but it's also very political, very feminist, um, and uh, sometimes veering into theoretical or intellectual but then there's also a lot of practical advice so why are you into that what why like you could have yeah. I, mean, I can understand if you want a podcast because it's a creative expression you have ownership over it yeah. but why sex and why you know this area and where, and where did and where did you grow up oh sure so i grew up in northern california mm-hmm. um and lived in northern california most of my life i've been in new york city for six years um and yeah so to answer your question um i 
started doing sex work when I was 24 um, in the Bay Area. Um, I got my start doing professional BDSM, which, you know, is another way of saying uh, that I was a dominatrix. um, But uh, I had a very sort of expansive uh, approach to BDSM where it was not always just being a dominatrix, you know, I would do professional submissive sessions and a lot of, like, fetish and fantasy exploration with clients. Um, How did a nice little girl like you start doing BDSM dominatrix You stuff? know, a lot of nice girls do are dominatrix. <laughs> I know a nice girl. Some of the uh, nicest you... girls I know are professional I was being sarcastic, Tina. No, but, I, I no, and saying, I, but I'm being happen? serious. Um, you know, uh, I mean, I think that... Um, I think that... Being in God, I haven't um, thought about this question in a while. Um, you know, being in the Bay Area, um, I was living in Oakland, um, and being a theatrical person and a sort of anti-establishment person, um, uh, BDSM or you know kink and fantasy exploration uh, was a, a place that I could explore a lot of you know, the human condition and, and, you know, meet a lot of interesting people. And uh, I guess I'm just like endlessly curious about sexuality. And so getting to meet people in real time and, uh, and, and learn about this huge spectrum of sexuality and desire um, from doing that work was incredibly gratifying and that's why I did it for a very long time and so there was an how old were you when you were doing this I, I basically did it from the age of 24 to 34 it is endlessly fascinating yeah and I think it's like once you push into that area there's I mean there's so much to explore yeah there's so- yeah I mean Tina can you at this point ever have a monogamous relationship um, well, you know, for me being non-monogamous, I consider to be an orientation in the same way that I identify as queer. So I, I, I feel that I am, and, and in the same way that I identify as kinky. So for me, it's like an innate part of me. Uh, I don't feel as much drive for having experience with as many different people um, as I used to. So... Uh, so the answer to your question is is no. I don't think that I could be monogamous, but I wouldn't be surprised if I would go years and years without having sex with more than one person. Do, do you think it, it required all, like a bunch of experimenting with different people to get to the point that you can identify exactly what you prefer and? For me, it did, but I mean, it's really just like any other taste. I think it's like there are some people who hear Britney Spears, and you know, there's no shade to, to Britney. I love Britney. They like hear Britney Spears, and they're like, "That's the music for me." Right, right. I am just gonna listen to Britney and go to like when Britney plays in Vegas, I'm gonna go see her, and that's what I like. And I definitely don't think that there's anything wrong with that. You mm-hmm. know, I don't think that that person is missing out because they've never ask. heard Beirut. What's that? I say, I kind of do. There's got to be something wrong if all you listen to is Britney Spears. I'm just going to come <laughs> right out and say that. Uh, you know, but maybe maybe it's like that genre, saying. right? Or like pop or yeah. something like that, you pop know, to music. extend the metaphor. Yeah. And, you know, and some people, uh, some people also are like always running around and they have to like listen to music, new music and they don't like listen deeply to any one thing, yeah, yeah. right? It, yeah. t- it took me a while to get to the place where I felt comfortable even being interested in experimenting yeah. in, in exploring because I felt it was always bad to like, you know, sleep around mm. and 
I would you didn't automatically get that from be, me. No, I would. I did not get it from you. So where did you get it from? It, it could have been society. It could have been my sister. It could, have, you know, it could be a lot of different. You're places. blaming that on your sister. I'm just saying it might have. I don't know. It might have been. You know, Siblings she. Can be I saw. I saw her getting hurt when she would hook up with someone, and then you know they ah. would kind of disown her, and then you know I I kind of felt the same way. If I if if I, I it could just be me letting someone down if they wanted a relationship mm. or wanted something more from the hookup right then then it would always so it, would kind of, it kind of pushed me away from experimenting so it took me a long time to get to the point where i was like oh it's okay because some people also want to experiment it, yeah. it also will help me in future relationships mm. knowing myself this is a, yeah, a you, process and you want to find the people who are on that same page of experimenting and playing yeah. with you. Yeah. And it's, it's I, I, I think there's a sexual revolution going on. I really do. The, I, unless I'm just more and more associating with people that are trying new stuff. Because well, so how have you seen that? I, I, how have you seen that change in your lifetime? I have seen a change. I mean, at least I'm hanging around with people that are more like that. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. I'm yeah. gravitating towards that. So you have a sexual revolution. Going I on. just remember this <laughs> one guy that I was. What? I was saying you have a sexual revolution, which is amazing. <laughs> I was I was like when I was single for the six months or something between my husband dying and my boyfriend, um, this one guy was having an affair and he was all this crazy stuff. And he said to me, he thinks there's a sexual revolution. It's the first time I heard that, you know. Mm. And then the more that came and I've been interviewing people and talking to different um all different people that have been like into like young guys that are into S and M, and then we have you know so many different lifestyles of polyamory, and we've interviewed so many different people on all different subjects, like the phone sex operator to the porn stars. Yeah. Just, what, it what could be happening is that people are more comfortable talking about it, or we mm-hmm. create an environment where we invite people to talk about it. Which you is know. which is so important. Yeah. It it doesn't necessarily mean that this did not exist in the past. Yes, I don't know. It's hard to separate what if it's just me or if it's all society. But yeah. something's going on. People are much more open than they were when I was growing up. That's that. I mean, I think that's great. Do you feel like that's great? Do you think that's a good? Oh thing? yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Cool. I mean, I, I feel bad about people constrained to just being, you know, one person monogamous sex all their life, and maybe they wanted to do other stuff. Maybe they wanted to be bisexual. Maybe they wanted to try different stuff, and they never were able to do it. No, can because I, society. Can I ask you something? Yeah, sure. So I came to New York because I wanted to explore. Part of it, I wanted to explore sexually. Yeah, it scares the fuck out of me. I've, I've suffered with like no, 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 no exploring sexually. Oh, okay. It really is, is nerve wracking because if I have all this like pent up like, oh my god, I'm gonna, might hurt this person. I might have feelings. I might hurt myself. Anyway, I, I mean, you will. Yes. So <laughs> it's scary. It's a dangerous little game. Yeah. But I don't even know how to even begin to explore sexually. Like, okay. I, like where would you find like, all these communities or all, the, you know? Well, um, what? I, I mean, I would maybe start with identifying what it is that you want to explore. Like realizing that they're are so many different communities and you Mm. and you um you know i mean is there something that you're interested in trying i that's kind of i not really i I don't (laughs) i'm not like oh i've been really craving this or like it's not so what do you want cam Kind of just new experiences. Okay. Kind of like, oh, but you know, if if someone invited me to a sex party, be like, 
why not? I, I would say, why not? And then I'd have a fucking panic attack for about <laughs> every day until I, I get up to and that. And I say, go for it. I, I seriously, I, I'm still mad at myself that I never had an orgy. <laughs> it's definitely not too late. <laughs> I mean, I think you. I think you kind of want it, mom. And then you, but you feel like you're in this relationship where it's not possible, or no? As you know, what I think, I think it's like a Pandora's box that you open something up and you can't close it once you do it. Like, so it's a question of whether or not you ever want to open it at all. Can you open it a crack? Stick your head out like a little gopher and run back in again? I, I think you can open it a crack um I, you know i i think that they're no go ahead so she well, the only thing to consider is that she's been in a nine-year relationship now gotcha so that's the crack that she's like if she were single i mean am i i'm speaking if i was now. single i'd probably be a wild animal no i'm just kidding <laughs> i don't know i mean i i had definitely um you know different one night stands but it was still very vanilla i mean nothing was really crazy so do you think that your current partner would be interested in having a threesome or how you know or like going to a sex party together what do you think him i have no idea i don't know how your boyfriend would respond i think to he, he, is, he is like just a wild thing so I, I i wouldn't put him past him for saying he probably would say yes to everything i ever suggested I mean, you guys sound like a couple of wild things and sounds like you should <laughs> like go it's out so, into the wild i don't know but then i, I can also see him getting I, uh, very protective yeah, you know what? That that little jealous head can rear at any time. So sure. And and I I and I think I heard one of your podcasts where you were interviewing ooh, I forgot somebody, and they were talking about how jealousy is going to enter into the picture. It doesn't. You can't say you're not going to be jealous. Well, I think that there are. I mean, I'll tell you my take on jealousy. My take on jealousy is that it's an emotion just like any other, and. For various reasons, I think that we gave it a lot of weight or credence um, in in our culture, where if you feel jealous, then you sort of feel like you have a license to say, this emotion is real and should dictate how we behave hmm. instead of instead of thinking oh i feel jealous i wonder what that's about like maybe this yeah. is pushing a button that i have about an insecurity or hmm. i feel shame or i'm scared like i'm scared or you know same as an insecurity like i'm scared i'm gonna lose my partner i'm scared that um sure. what has been your experience like about with communication with regard to sex with your parents hmm um, that was on my list cam uh, you know, I mean, my parents separated when I was very young, and they don't, uh, you know, they don't talk to each other. Um, so uh, I don't know. We don't really, we don't really talk about sex, to be honest. So, so your mom, your mom and dad separated when they were younger. So were they like at, at all concerned that you were? went into the BDSM community or did, what, was, mean, what was our feeling? I mean, they, they were, when I, you know, there, I did early on, I did tell both of them and they both had concerns and I was like, okay, well, thank you for telling me that you're concerned and I know what I'm doing and I'm going to keep doing this anyway. Hmm. Like so were they straight way. were they kind of straight laced people like were they accountants or something like you but know like, not oh, very judgmental about accountants <laughs> they're not ac- I mean were they strippers I mean what was going on they with them not, I do not come from a long line of strippers um, uh, although I have friends <laughs> who do um, but uh, yeah no I mean I think that um, 
I think that my folks were very loving, I should say, um, and have always supported me being an iconoclast and like being a weirdo. And sometimes I think that I'm like, here's the way that I'm a weirdo. And then they're like, ah, and I'm like, you have no one to blame but yourself for being so supportive of me being myself. <laughs> so you like uh, reap what you sow. Um, yeah, that's kind of the dynamic that we have where sometimes they're like, I don't know about this. And I'm like, no, I don't care. But <laughs> Mom, how would you respond if I said I wanted to go into uh, the BDSM like world and, and work? When I when I got done laughing, <laughs> when, I, when I when I fell off my chair, you would crying. you would your first because response would be laugh at me. I my first response would be like liter- not laughing, going into gales of laughter like uncontrollably. I might have a heart attack. Cause Why? It'd be so funny. Just because it would be so uh, like so not, not in, cam, not like what you would expect of me. I have been pushing this kid to try to experiment sexually <laughs> since he was like. This is why, by the way, this is why I haven't experimented that much. You know, because isn't that not always the way, right? Yeah. When you're like if encouraged. You cha- if you ever want parenting 101 from me, tell the kids to do everything they shouldn't do and then they won't want to do it. They'll rebel against you. Oh yeah. my God. It's you so know, funny. You know, my, a lot of my friends like, oh, don't let your kids have candy. I have candy out. No one touched the stuff. <laughs> Halloween, it was like sit there for a year. Oh my God. Soda, so funny. soda pop. Yeah, drinking. Come on, guys. Let's get you drunk before you go to college. Nope. I don't want to do that. How about getting high? Nope. Nope. No. We're not going to try any of this stuff until, you know. And so that that's how it ended up. They, at this point, Cam is, um, he, so, he's not a virgin anymore, but he's definitely, he's not an experimenter. Thank you for clarifying. Wait, Mom. Wait, came I, up. I heard about it on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we haven't interviewed we have her. Been, we have not we interviewed actually, the girl I lost my virginity to. We have not gotten to her no. or the guy that I lost my virginity to. This could be a duo so, episode. Are you in yeah. touch with that person? Are you both in touch with those people? Yes, yes. Oh, well, uh, actually not me really, but I did, like on a prior podcast, I just explained the same story, but I did uh, contact a guy and told him thank you because you you were excellent at helping me lose my virginity. And my life might not have been the same. You know, uh, going back to to my story about my um, uh, teenage virginity, I do want to say sort of related to the um, the like reverse psychology thing that you were talking about, about like being really open as a parent and then your kids won't want to try anything fun. Um, I have definitely had moments of regret that I was so careful and restrained as a teenager um and that i uh you know i'm sure that you know hey i I turned out great so that must have had something to do with it but like you know i'm sure that having that really you know and we my uh high school boyfriend and i stayed together like in like a year and a half into college so like for the first two years that i was having sex i was only having sex with the same person um and i do think that um that probably led me to be like uh confident and well-adjusted and like a bunch of other things that i can like thank him for or thank myself for um but uh but I will tell you, I have, like, very acute, enduring fantasies of, like, being myself a teenager and, like, doing lots of stupid 
yeah. things like getting, uh, you know, like drunk at parties and just like fucking anybody, you know. And uh, I think it's because I would, and I don't, I wouldn't say I was repressed, but I was just like very like methodical and controlled and careful. And um, yeah, this has been an ongoing struggle for me. Even so, I'm I'm also into theater. Mm, cool. Even on stage, it's I'm very like clean cut and like mm. uh, you know proper, and it's a struggle to break out of that. Interesting. And get messy and really just you know explore being human. Well, if you want to start experimenting sexually, you should get especially while you're here in New York. You should get into some really weird performance art. I promise oh. you, you'll also <laughs> find really oh. kinky people to have weird sex with. In in the New York performance art scene. I, would, I promise you. I'm yeah. into clowning. This is. A, I'm, I'm, I'm sure oh. there's some clowns out there Do that they, would have weird they sex probably, with me. Can you imagine this group? This It's like a group of guys and girls standing around with red noses on, getting ready to just go wild and have can this I, massive clown orgy. Can, oh. I, can I tell you that um, I exists? am actually scared of clowns, and clowns are like oh. a, on a very, very short list of like – like no they, like nose for me wow like like hard <laughs> limits for me i'm okay Please. talking about it I, i'm okay talking about it because uh it's nice to have something that actually does like make talk about something that makes me uncomfortable because not a lot of things do um oh my uh, God. so like intellectually i'm like okay i can get into this I, or i can get into to talking about it because i'm almost like fascinated with my own aversion <laughs> with it um but i will tell you that i'm like uh even the the thing that you were just describing, I'm like, I'm that, fucking out of here, man. Are you sweating? <laughs> are you sweating now thinking about that that so, image? She's gonna have nightmares. Because I also of don't. Describing. You know, I don't like masks. I don't like anything that like obscures the face. Wait, this is so funny. It's so it's hilarious that I have such limited experience sexually. And yet this is, I'm the only, and you are so open and experienced, and I'm the one thing that you are scared of. Yes. This is unbelievable. <laughs> oh That's my so God, funny. that is so funny. Um, oh, okay, okay. So wait, I really want to figure out, I like a project. So I really want to figure out, I want to get you in an orgy, and I just want to get oh. you to do something. Um, so, I mean, first of all, if you want to go to a sex party, um, I think I, I that, can't handle it. I can't. I think that is. So, I just. <laughs> you think it's cute? What is it? Baby steps. <laughs> I, I think. Oh I, 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 like, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 seriously, baby steps. Because the other day I was on Bumble and I just started talking to a girl who suggested we we might hook up or or hang out. Yeah. She was flirting with me and I literally it was so overwhelming I almost shit myself. I seriously wow. almost shit myself. Wow. I almost okay. I was on the street okay, so I this almost is what we're dealing defecated. With. Okay. This is this is why I think going into a outright orgy just is just just not gonna happen right away. Yeah. But that's who knows? A, maybe that's the way you gotta maybe you, you don't like throw me into the deep end. swim in a pool. You know, like you don't like gradually put them in and you just throw them in the pool. Maybe I should have I mean, done that with you, Cam. Throwing you in the pool there. I might shit myself at the orgy. Well, okay, okay. Here's here's my here's my <laughs> I can't pitch. Imagine. Here's my pitch to you. The thing about it's research. Going, the thing about sex parties is that if you, um, I mean, I've been to a lot of different ones, so I can't like speak for. I can't like guarantee because every every just like every party that you've ever been to, like some of them fucking suck and some of them are great, right? Um, but in general, at a sex party, there are all kinds of people doing their own thing. Like in at kink 
group parties, we call them having scenes, right? Which you could relate to as a theater person, sure, right? So, sure. like, literally, like, if you went to, uh, like, a, a dungeon where a kinky party was happening, there would be people who had dates with each other to do scenes. And they would, like, wow. set up a little thing, almost, frankly, like a little, like, theater thing set up. And literally, people will have costumes and props. And they will have a sort of, a little bit of, like, formality around, like, their scene starting and ending. Um and so and, and and voyeurism is encouraged. Voyeurism is participation in a space like this because an exhibitionism is an an exhibitionist does is is nothing without a voyeur, right? Or they they're right. not going to be able to express themselves without voyeurs. Oh my God. And sometimes people especially <laughs> oh really love to show off to someone who has is has less experience than them. Oh my so god. So if you go to a party and <laughs> you know just being you know and you have you, you have the look of what you are which is like a you know a boyish shy person. Oh my god. <laughs> Great. I mean, you, you do. Perfect, I, you, you know. Sorry, not sorry. Am, am I going to be taken advantage of if I go to these? <laughs> I mean, I cannot guarantee you. that you that you won't be taken advantage of. I would say that probably people would my guess would be that there would be people there who would find you attractive for your the like innocent vibe that you give off and would definitely sort of be like seductive in a like I'm gonna eat you alive kind of way oh my god I, I, <laughs> it, it, I, I seriously it, it's so scary to me but I guess this is, this is part of my learning experience to fucking say yes. no this is no I'm you, here you to watch to get it. the fuck away well uh, you or you could be nice about it I'm here to watch please you know but also like if somebody comes over and they're like hey like is this your like if if a like beautiful like sort of like sexually and in, you know intimidating lady comes over and is like oh like I haven't seen you here before um like what you know are you here with someone like is this your first time like uh are you know are, do you like want to have a scene with me do you want to play with oh me what God. are you into you could always <laughs> say you could say to her wow thank you so much for asking I am actually really just here to watch and a good you know if you're at a good party with good people with clear rules that person's gonna be like oh thank you so much for taking care of yourself like i'm gonna sail away now and oh, like go, like eat someone else for dinner you know so, wait, so, so how do you find out though if it's a safe party where they're gonna respect that boundary um i mean um most parties um I, you know and, and you can find out about parties like this on FetLife. Um, do you know about FetLife? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, FetLife, um, uh, various <laughs> other forums. And, um, you know, I, I think that you, you, you have to, I mean, I can't promise you that everyone is going to respect your boundaries at every party any more than I can promise you that everyone in a bar is going to respect your boundaries. Right, right. But yeah. like, you know, also uh, it might be good, just like it's good to have experiences in bars and you know women have to learn this from a very young age you have to learn like how to be assertive and say no or no yeah. when to just like smile and be polite and like push someone away do you have to be naked at these parties you don't have i mean <laughs> some there are some parties that would require you to be naked but m many i would say that that's the exception to, oh, okay. rather than the rule i'm i'm, I'm game for this Cool. It, it, what? It, honestly, yes, I'm game for it. it. It gives me the same feelings of of frightened as walking to a haunted house. But I was about to say he just left an escape room, literally two days ago. 
I, I didn't even go into the escape room because I got very nervous in haunted houses. I think I'm a nervous person. I think so. I, this is why I'm in New York, to get over the nervousness. I, I, I mean, need these experiences. A, I mean, we have a lot of very neurotic people here. Um, <laughs> Are you calling me neurotic? Uh, you said that you were nervous. Um, uh, you know, but, uh, the other thing that I was going to say is that you actually might find that you feel less nervous at a sex party because then you do talking to someone who's expressing interest in you because it's also possible you'll go to this party and fucking no one will talk to you. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, which is – is that worse? <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't know. That's a whole new thing that I didn't even think of. But but there's but there's not you, – you could take it from me – like or learn learn from my I don't want to say mistake but learn from my experience my first uh experience is going to sex parties I definitely put a lot of pre- and I was like 25 I put a lot of pressure on myself to always have to participate in some way mm. otherwise I would feel you know even I I definitely had access to a lot of like subcultures and undergrounds um and and various things but even I sort of always had this sense of like well, if I don't do it now, like the you know this like portal might close, and I might never actually get the opportunity to have yeah. sex at a, at a sex party again. So I totally slept with people that were just like the people that were there at the end of the night that I wasn't even that attracted to, or that didn't even like deserve to sleep with me because they didn't like have that great of game. But I was yeah. just like, let's do this, yeah, you know, and basically like <laughs> masturbated with them. So you're you know, so honest, Tina. I I I understand exactly what you're saying. You it know, awesome. Yeah, and so I I think that. And because of having that experience, you know, it's not like it tainted me forever. But in retrospect, I've realized that um, that I really want to give people permission, especially like younger people who don't have uh, as much experience with spaces like this, to give to give people permission to just go and like enjoy the thrill of like of crossing that threshold of that intense social taboo of being around other people who are having sex or yeah. doing kinky things. And you're if you go to a kink party, you're going to see people spanking. You're going to see people doing bondage. You're going to see people like doing doing all kinds of different things. And you might actually be like oh that's what that's like or that's what that could be like with these kinds of people um and um you probably will i got an idea i got an idea yeah i will go to one in in chicago or la you go to new york and we will talk about our experiences later great idea done it's a great idea what if i bring a friend you can totally bring a a reason for doing it a reason a professional reason to do it, so you don't. Have to you feel want like- an excuse? I, I don't need an excuse. I'm what I, my reasons, guys. I want need to conquer these fears. Well, you, can, you can be like you can put your sort of investigative reporter hat on. I do That's that sometimes. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's. I think this is a great idea. I can't wait to hear back about it. <laughs> and to answer your question, you can totally bring a friend. In fact. It is probably a good idea to have a female friend with you. And some some parties, like, actually will not let a man in without a female friend to vouch for them. I was thinking a guy friend to protect me. <laughs> Seriously. Well. This is honestly, that was what I was thinking. Think like, if we, you're going to have a guy friend to protect you? Yeah, I give him, I give him like, a quick like nose Like a bodyguard? I'm, I tap my nose and I'm like, this, I, this this is too much for me. I need to. Like, I mean, a lady like the guy. Do that for you, my friend. Uh, yeah, that's true too. But I don't have that many lady friends here. Oh well, that's another piece of advice that I have for you. Get some lady friends. Get some lady friends. I bet I, someone in my workplace. I, I will find someone to do this with. Yeah. I have this vision of you, bound and covered in leather, <laughs> with a ball, a red ball in your mouth, <laughs> and See, then trying to give a hand signal to your lady friend, like. <laughs> 
Oh my God, Help me! So funny. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Should I be nervous like this? She's this is she, this is what induces the anxiety. It doesn't have to be like that. Although <laughs> you might get there and be like, that's what I'm into. You might be like, you know, sensory deprivation sounds great. Oh my God, well, I'd be very surprised. But who knows? I'm open-minded. Know. I haven't experimented with this. Can I ask you a question? And yes. I will understand if you don't want to answer this question okay. in front of your mom. Great. Um, what do you think about when you masturbate? Or what kind of porn do you like? We've talked Shh. about this. Literally, this is not it's anything a, unusual. Honest to God. Okay. In the last few days, I, I don't usually watch porn for the record. Okay. I'm ext- it's too much. You should it's watch almost, more porn. It's it's it's. I'm very overstimulated by it, and it doesn't really. It's not like, it's not my favorite thing. That's cool. I need just like way tamer things, and that's sure. it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like what? 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 Photos. What? Looking, just at a, like, looking at a Playboy magazine oh, or something. Oh my gosh, you're so old fashioned. That's cute. I, it could be anything. You know, yeah. whatever. You could, it, so you like a picture of a sexy person? Yes, pictures better than <laughs> videos. Just too intense. It's too intense for me. I, I yeah. guess I'm very sensitive. Is yeah. what I've a been Vic- discovering. A recently. Victoria's Secret mag- uh, <laughs> catalog. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. I don't need you making fun of me, mother. I'm not this making is, fun. I just, so are the like do, for the, what do the ladies I even have like spread? Are they do they like spread their legs? Or are they just like standing there naked? It, it could just be like a, a picture of a girl in a bikini. It doesn't even wow, need to be okay. that intense. That's to I mean, I'm not yucking your yum. Thank you. Yeah, I'm vanilla as fuck. Uh, yeah, that is really. <laughs> I know. I'm aware of this. This is why I'm in New York to help me get over this shit. But you were turned on by the sound of that um, that woman having an orgasm. I was. Well, that wasn't as, as. I did not know that. I did not know that. In the episode, I was like, "Oh my god, this is getting my my. I'm getting all like hot." Like physically oh, I, warm. I, don't, I did not know that at all. You could try. And this is the first I've heard of it. If you feel you listen to the episode. If you feel overstimulated by porn, you could first of all please pay for your porn. We can talk about that more. Um, but you could turn on a porn and like just put it somewhere else, or like close your eyes, or like ju- and just listen to the sounds. Yeah, that's interesting. A systematic I, I desensitization. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Go put I'll, a I've blindfold on it. yourself. Anyway, I mean, sounds are really sounds are really sexy. The story, the, the, basically, the the bottom line was that I I ended up this week. I was like, you know what? I just need to. I'm trying to. You know, I haven't watched porn in a while. Why don't we try it out? I I I, I turn on the, the porn site. I'm, I'm looking and I'm like, I don't even know where to begin with this thing. So I, I'm looking <laughs> at the categories. There's yeah. like cartoon porn. Oh yeah. I was going to ask you why are people into that? That's oh a very yeah, confusing we should. Oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to write that down. We'll talk about that. So. I, I you know I'm I'm literally looking for the, these categories are so specific Japanese uh, you know big boobs small boobs mm. you know you know everything yeah. I'm looking attractive woman this is it but different people <laughs> find different things attractive yeah you're right I should get so more a, specific but you know and a lot of those categories are are very reductive some of them are very racist um, and some of them are. Um, you know, it, sometimes they become utilitarian where you're like, ugh, I really don't like that this is the way that this is constructed on Pornhub, but I um, uh, I want to find the imagery that I'm looking for mm. or the kind of person that I'm attracted to. So I'm going to click on this thing, like, even though, you know, I feel like find this fucked up. Hmm. Um, but anyway, that's another conversation. Um, but uh, I mean, 
Yeah. So it might be a lot for me to walk into this party. That's true. Well, I'll figure well how it did out. you feel? Wait, you went to the, women, the sexual health expo, and there was some heavy duty uh, couples going at it. We and uh, there, remember that the one the in New York or L.A. L.A. Oh, cool! I was there the was, one in New York people, last year. Oh, really? And this year, I'm actually going to be at this one too. Did they have two people that were like lathering each other up with oils and like sliding all over each other? No, but I would love to watch that. I was watching that next to my mother. Did, How, would, it, <laughs> what did you did you like that? <laughs> the way, the way you said I, it just happened to be we were standing next to each other. It wasn't like we were together there trying to like get off or something. I was I was kind of just I thought it was kind of funny because it, my mom was so close by I couldn't really get into the whole situation. Yeah. And you were also Facebook living it at the time yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't you know, I don't know, maybe I'm getting tainted or something because I that did not turn me on either. Nothing I turns know, me on. There was like a little that. something was not very turning. That was not a very arousing experience. Not arousing at all. No. Yeah, I, I, don't I mean know. I I think some people some people are really into like oils and and like wet like people are into wetness or people are into wrestling also um and sometimes you know people are just like these people are hot so whatever they do i find hot so what's the what well let me ask you something so what is uh the most bizarre and then without judging what most bizarre sexual experience you've ever heard of or had yeah i mean it's all relative um one person's <laughs> one person's bizarre is another person's Tuesday. Norm. Um, Clowning. Clowning, for example. Um, um, Okay, I will tell you a story that is not... Can I tell you a story that's not my story? That didn't didn't happen to me, but is just the most extreme thing I've ever heard of. So this person apparently was in a relationship with someone who is a surgeon. And so what they did was... Oh, God. At a play party, they uh, actually had um, the surgeon um, remove part of her flesh. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I shouldn't ask that question. (laughs) Do you want me to keep going? (laughs) No. We're done. I'm done. You're done? Cam, you want more? I kind of want to hear the rest of it. They, 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 They cooked it. Oh my God! They what what, what part of part of her? I don't know. It's something that I mean. He was a surgeon, so it was something that he knew that he could take off without hurting it's her. So intense! It's Did so he intense. have to do stitches, stitches, or something? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I assume so. She survived to tell the tale. So, um, oh my God! Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the idea like was to do something that something. she could um, survive. Holy hell! Uh, yeah, and and I will. You know, the reason, the most interesting thing about this story to me is that. The thing that got them kicked out of the party was not this thing, but the fact that because they were cooking it, everyone in the party could smell it, which means that everyone in the party was unconsensually being forced to participate in the cannibalistic aspect of... Holy of the the scene, right? So they were like, that's that's not cool. Okay, That's what what, cool. what what was the part of the body? I don't. I honestly don't know. Uh, I honestly don't like know. an like like. Ooh. Oh <sighs> my god! I thought that I thought my my story about this guy that wanted to actually he wanted me to go to a hotel, shit in the toilet, leave the leave the room, and then he's going to eat it out of the toilet. I thought that was the kicker, but apparently not. No man, I, I'm very very <laughs> very plain Jane today. This is this. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, you know, I'm just I wasn't there, but I do. 
I trust the person who told this story. And actually, it's been corroborated. So this Whoa. definitely oh, happened. Wow. It definitely happened. Um, so those yeah. those movies that you see where everybody's wearing those black, you know, you know, the black hoods and everything, th- those parties actually occur. Like, you know, like they, you see in I like mean, Banshee. I've or, never been to one where people are wearing capes and black hoods. You know, it's usually more like, you know, leather vests and boots and stuff. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and I also don't want to give like these parties a bad rap. Like, there's all kinds of like weird Hannibal Lecter shit going no, on. Like, no, no, a lot no, of the, you know, well, you'll see everything. I, you know, at the parties that I go to, you see everything from like, you know, uh, spanking to like role plays of, um, you know, like people pretending to be like different ages than they are, or people being puppies, or like, oh, um, wow. yeah, like lots of bondage, lots of like impact play, like corporal punishment kind of stuff. Anyway. This has been really fun. It's been super fun. If people want to find you, what? how can they do that? Totally. Um, so they should go to wirepeopleintothat.com um, or uh, definitely recommend subscribing on ACAST. Um, ACAST has been kind enough to lend us their studio today. Um, and uh, uh, find out more about my work on tinahorn.net. That's T-I-N-A. H-O-R-N dot net. Um, I have a Patreon. If you want to give me $3,000 to shit in your mouth, I am open <laughs> to negotiating that. Or if you want to give me $5 to support my work, that <laughs> also works too. And that's patreon.com slash T-I-N-A-H-O-R-N. And I'm on all the social media as at Tina Horn's ass, which is spelled the same as at Tina Horn's ass. Oh, that's awesome. And what about you guys? Where can people find out more about you? You can also find us on Instagram at Sex Talk with My Mom, on Twitter at Sex Talk Podcast, on Facebook at Sex Talk with My Mom. Uh, and Mom? Patreon. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. We could use any help you at this point to keep that communication going. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> at Sex Talk with so, My Mom. Yeah. And, and both Cam and I both have our own individual YouTube channels. Uh, he's cool. Single Cam Comedy, and I'm Karen Lee Potter. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you, guys. Have fun. Have a great night. Oh, I cannot wait to hear about this one. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. All right. Bye-bye, Tina. Bye.